Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. I'm going to wait on the things of the Lord. I am so grateful to be here this morning. My music is a little bit different in the studio, but good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl, LMJ, in this place, and it's Monday, and I hope without a doubt that you got your coffee and you ready for some conversation about Christ and who Christ is and all the good things that we've been learning as we've been learning life by the spirit. Um, I like Mondays. Like um, when people, sometimes I see people say, oh, it's Monday. And I'm like, man, you got to be excited for Monday, even if you got to go to work because somebody don't have a job. Like somebody right now is looking for a job. Somebody right now is believing God for a job. They've been asking, they've been begging, they've been pleading. And so when you get up on Monday mornings, you ought to be like, yes, it's Monday. Like Mondays ought to become so exciting to you um, for another chance, another opportunity, another opportunity, another place to serve. It's not about you anyway. And if you change your mindset or your perspective about what Monday is, then you'll look forward to Mondays. Man, this is a, a another opportunity that I get to be a witness for the kingdom, instead of waking up saying, oh, it's Monday, um, I got to go to work again. You ought to be like, no, <laughs> it's Monday. Because can I tell you something? Those thoughts that are being planted in your head, they don't really come for you, for, from you. Those thoughts that are negative, those thoughts that seem depressive. God didn't create you to be this way. As a matter of fact, the Lord said, I'm going to give you something different. If you'll live, come on, Holy Ghost, by the Spirit. I'm going to teach you how to operate in a sound mind. I'm going to teach you how to think on things that are noteworthy. I'm going to teach you how to think on things that are good, that are pure, and that are lovely. So when we woke, wake up with moaning and complaining and griping and all of those other things, it is those are not thoughts that the God, that God expects us to have. Those are the thoughts that the enemy is interested in us living in. And so many of us have been doing it for so long, or so many of us get in the rhythm of what this world tells us we should do and we should say. We don't bless our Monday mornings. You better start blessing your Monday morning. You better start blessing it to a place and being like, no, let me bless my Monday. Uh, one of my friends posted something yesterday about what Sundays are for. And it was so funny because it's my mantra. It's how I live my life. I sit my schedule on Sunday. Um, I bless my week. I prepare for my week. All the boys' clothes are ironed and all of those things because I look 
forward to my Monday being successful so that the rest of my week can be successful. So I just want to encourage you, change your thought process about your Monday. Say, LMJ, you know what? You're right. I'm going to change my perspective about what Monday is like. And I'm going to come into Monday thinking, you know what? Uh... This is Monday and Monday is a good day. And yeah, Paula, and I'm thankful I have a job. I'm thankful I have a place of employment. I'm thankful I purpose. I'm glad I woke up this morning. I'm gonna change my perspective about what Monday is and I'm not gonna get into the Monday morning blues or whatever it is that we've assigned to for so long. Um, this is my opportunity and chance to serve God and to serve people. Well, welcome. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your girl, LMJ, and we back in the place this morning. Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha is, is in full effect. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. We were talking about getting ready, rid of the Monday blues. Let me do just a few shout outs. What's up, Kim? I see my aunt just logging in. Hey, Vanessa, how you doing? Can I tell you something? The testimonies keep coming in uh, last week when I talked about getting a seed in your hand and sowing a seed. Several people, I never indicated where to sow the seed. Uh, several people said God started dealing with them about sowing a seed into a particular person or into a ministry or into this ministry. It was so powerful to see the power of God move through seed and the testimonies of the people that they chose to sow through, sow to, and the people that needed what they were looking for. God does not put seed in your hand for yourself. God puts seeds in, seed in your hand for you to be a blessing to other people. And so I love what Kingdom did. Like, I love what Kingdom did. It was so powerful. Like, the testimony still been coming in. Somebody inboxed me the other day and said, thank you, because when I got online and saw Coffee and Conversations, God had got up that morning and told me to plant a seed in someone's life. And your obedience and the Holy Spirit produce and unlock doors for you. And I'm telling you, I'm still getting the testimonies of how being obedient to that has changed and changed and impacted some people. And I was like this, I thank you, Lord, for even allowing that to come out my mouth. That, that, that I was obeying your word because it's hard for me to talk to people about their money. I don't like talking to you about your money, um, but it's necessary and it's more important for me to obey the Holy Spirit. So I'm so grateful that I obeyed the Holy Spirit because it created a conduit. My God, can somebody say, I desire to be a conduit for giving. I decide to be a conduit. I want to increase, Lord. Increase me financially. Increase my capacity so that I can be a conduit for the kingdom, so that I can give and give and give and give and give, and not for myself, but for kingdom. Can you just ask the Lord for that right now and then make a decision? I'll never be selfish again. I'll never be self-centered. I'll give the way you tell me to give. I'll do what you ask me to do. I'll sow, I'll tithe. I'll do everything. If you put it in my hands, Lord God, my God, if you'll just put it in my hands, if you'll bless me with it. And that's not an if, like if he can, he can and he will. But I'm saying the if, if you'll give it to me, my God, if you'll let me be the person to carry the wealth for your kingdom, I promise you, I'll do absolutely everything that you've asked me to do. Now do me a favor, go share this video. Put the wealth of this video in someone's hands. We are talking about 
Life by the Spirit. And today I'm going to talk to you about dealing with your Goliath. I'm going to talk to you about dealing with your Goliath or Goliath, the giant, the thing that keeps manifesting and standing in your way, the thing that keeps presenting itself in a, in a way so that you won't walk into the fullness of everything that you're supposed to be. Yeah, some of y'all, you ought not be afraid to be a conduit for the kingdom. I want the Lord to bless me so that it can overflow onto someone else. I taught on overflow when I was early starting coffee and conversation. If my cup is full and it runneth over, guess what? It's going to run over until someone else. I want to be able to overflow and run over until someone else. Increase my capacity, increase my desire, and let me be faithful and obedient when you put it in my hand that I put it exactly where you want me to put it. It says, given it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over, shall men and women give unto your bosom. It didn't say, it says men and women. And so we have to ask for the capacity capacity and be in position so that God can multiply, increase, and do absolutely everything he's supposed to be. And that, 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 that makes a difference in who we are. He's looking for those that are willing and that they're asking and not asking out of selfishness. I love God. I love that. Come on, increase my capacity, Lord God, to be able to give and make momentum for a kingdom. I want to sponsor business ideas and other things and help people with startups and create opportunity for economic wealth and garden so that we can sustain kingdom and nobody lacks and nobody is ever without. That is the mentality we're supposed to have for kingdom. That's the mentality we're supposed to have for kingdom, that I'm always in position to be a blessing, that if someone is in a crisis, that there is a a, a foreclosure that we can write checks and get in position and be the blessing that we need to be to other people. I saw that last week in simple things. I saw what God did in simple things and God always honors the seat. So let's start praying. I love that. I'm just, I just want to sit there. I just, I believe that God is awakening some of you to become who you are supposed to be in the kingdom, that you're supposed to be getting in position financially, that he's been dealing with you already about stewardship and tithing and paying your bills and owing no man anything but to love him. And because you've been obeying that and because you've been a faithful to that, that he's getting ready to input surplus. That he's about to put surplus in your hand. That you're about to experience him. That he's about to put surplus in your hand that he's about to put surplus in your hand. I promise you, I feel the presence of the Lord. I feel the presence of the Lord that he's about to put surplus in your hand because of your faithfulness. Now, let me read this over the devotional today and over your lives and my lives. In the name of Jesus and by the power of his blood shed on the cross, I command the penalty of the enemy, any word curse that has been pronounced against me, this ministry, anybody connected to this ministry, my family members, my sons, Javon, Jalil, Jermaine, Josiah, and Judah, my grandsons, any backlash of the evil one sent against me and my family to be broken. It shall not prosper as I nullify its effects. Every covenant part every person on this devotional in Jesus mighty name. I proclaim a blessing to all that I am, hope to be and put my hand to and to all that pertains to my life, health, home, finances, ministry, and family. I call for strength, vigor, protection, and the supply of the Lord for the honor and glory of the Lord in Jesus 
name amen in jesus name amen you know what god my your desire let me be obedient to the holy spirit your desire to serve pleases god and just your desire to really truly walk into service is going to change your momentum god is going to do something for you because of your momentum because of your momentum because he's going to give you momentum because you desire to serve him wholeheartedly god will give you momentum he'll accelerate you and push you further than you've ever seen and i ain't making this up i know what i feel in my spirit there's a momentum that's about to take place there's an acceleration that's about to take place there's an expedient there's the it's called the john gray called it the speed of god there's a moving God that's about to take place because of your desire and your ability and your will to serve God. Your your desire because of your faithfulness, because of your obedience, because your yield and will to the Holy Spirit. There's a momentum that's about to take place that's going to accelerate and propel you forward. Don't worry about or think, come on prophet, don't worry about it or think that you're lacking or that you're behind. There's a momentum that's coming that's going to change the course that's going to change the direction there's about to be a super on the natural <laughs> there's about to be a super on the natural it's called acceleration and it's a move of God and it's from God and it's for the things of God and because we have not been or you have not been wasteful my God and because you have been diligent and because you have been seeking the Holy Spirit and then you have been operating in kingdom and you've been faithful to tithe and you've made the promises of God yes and Amen. And you have not backed down when the enemy has tried to present himself. You've become a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. God is not going to leave you out. He's not going to leave you lacking. He's not going to leave you behind because you made a decision that I'm telling you, I feel it. You keep hearing it in my spirit. There's an acceleration coming. There's a momentum, something that's going to speed up every circumstance and situation around you. And it's because it's kingdom. It's, it's not because of it's not because of its kingdom. He needs everything in position and in place in this due season. And I promise you, God is going to move for you on your behalf like never, ever, ever, ever before. I thank you. That's my confirmation. And my I just said she woke up and he said, it's time for us to speak blessings and what you want to see blessings on every time I turn around. Blessings, blessings, blessings. And I'm telling you, God has told me this is getting ready to be an effortless season for some of us. For some of y'all have been that's been so focused and due diligent. There's getting ready to be in, this is getting ready to be a different season. And my I just sent me confirmation. I'm telling you, there's getting ready to be an acceleration and a speed. And the reason that it's going to accelerate and the reason that it's going to speed is because you're no longer doing anything in your own strength. You're no longer doing anything in your own strength. You're no longer trying to make anything up. You're no longer trying to put this on your own. You're no longer in a position where you're trying to carry the weight. You submitted and surrendered this thing to God. And now there's getting ready. This is a move. I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. Like this is a move. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. 
voice have already shifted. I told y'all last week we were in a new season. It's not, we're going to walk into a new season. We're already in a new season. God is doing new things. And so you have to have your spiritual eyes open to be able to discern what God is doing in this season. It is not in the natural. It is not in the natural. And we've been trying to receive this thing in the natural. And there is an unlocking. <laughs> there is an unlocking. And God is doing something so powerful for us in this season because it's necessary for the call on our life. It really has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with you and has everything to do with living life by the spirit. You're not going to be able to receive this, do this, or walk in this. This is not religious jargon. This is not about you being blessed. It's about you being blessed, but it's not about you being blessed. It's about the blessings to come so that he can put it in your hand so that he can be a, you can be a conduit. And I know in my spirit, only a few of you receive the fact to be a kingdom, to be conduit, to be fluid, to be able to get stuff so that you can get into the people's hand. I felt it. It's like, no, everybody should have been saying, Lord, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Put me in the position to be a kingdom financer. Put me in a position that the blessings are running high so that I can fund the projects and things that I need and the dreams and the desires can be met. So kingdom can be glorified and things can be changed, my God, on, on my behalf. And so God is doing something very strategic. He's doing something very overwhelming. And because of your faithfulness, God is going to do something so significant for you. I feel the speed of God. I'm telling you, I'm that was a that, that's not from me this morning. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. I feel God is about to change and shift momentum for some of you so quickly and so fast. Just And he keeps telling me just because of your desire to serve. It's because of your desire to serve because you're not selfish, because you're not selfishly praying, because you're not just thinking about you, yours, mine, and no more. The Holy Spirit is saying to me, the greater witness is coming in your life because your desire is to serve people because your desire is to serve people and because you've made a decision that you're going to serve people no matter what and you've been serving people no matter what and you serve come on now i'm not going to put anything on this i'm not going to add to this i'm only going to let the lord's word because of your desire to serve he's changing things for you because your desire to serve because of your willingness because of your obedience he's changing things for you because of Yara, the patience that you waited on and served and you didn't care whether their insurance, the advice that you gave, how you've been in kingdom and in position, woman of God, in medicine and in the field and not relying on just what medicine said and seeking the face of the Lord and rising early. Yara, he's going to double and increase you. I feel that. I feel the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit on what I'm saying, but your desire to serve is changing things. But if you try to install this in your flesh, if you think it's about you doing more, if you think it's about whatever, it's not. It's because your desire to serve God is the thing that's getting ready to translate and put you in a position. Remember, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through through the spirit. And one of the reasons we keep teaching on the spirit is so that you can stop fighting in your flesh. <laughs> can I tell you something? Goliath's only coming to your life to wear you out. We probably not going to even be able to get into everything today. Y'all always know Mondays are kind of an introduction, but Goliath's coming your life to enter 
to enter into your life to intimidate you and wear you out. <laughs> he wants to wear you out. He wants you seated in a place in which you will physically, mentally, socially, and mindfully wear yourself out. That's what he wants you to do. That's how he wants you to be. That's how he wants you to live. But because your heart and your desire to serve God, that's all he keeps saying, because they've desired to serve me. Those that have desired to serve me and long to serve and long to be used by me and ask God and asking him daily, where can I serve? Where can I be a blessing? How can I get in a position? Because your desire to serve him is getting ready to change things. Because you you believe because you cried out because you because you testified because you kept moving in your worst session and in your worst season god is going to do something exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask and imagine and you're going to get blessings from it too because you weren't selfish and self-centered and you weren't thinking on yourself and you weren't withholding your obedience and your ability and your desire to serve i'm gonna say what you want me to say your desire to serve is going to produce a fruit in in this there's a fruit coming there's going to be a harvest from this so i thank you lord god for those of those that have servant heart i thank you father god that they are walking close with you that they receive this by the spirit father god and not by the flesh we thank you father god that the spirit helps us in our weak places, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, for their faithfulness. We thank you, Father God, that the window of heaven is open, pouring out a blessing on them that they do not have room for. I thank you, Father, that their cup is full and overflowing. Increase their capacity, increase their desire, increase their yearning, increase their longing, Lord God. Father God, I thank you that even in their suffering, Lord God, they still yield to you, Lord God, that they're anxious for nothing, Lord God. Everything is prayer and supplication, Lord God. And with thanksgiving, Lord God, they are thanking you, Lord God, that they desire you above anything else. I thank you that the eyes of the understanding, the heart, and the hope and call of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus is manifesting in their life right now. And I stand in faith and agreement with them for their desires to be met, Lord God, for the doors to be open, for divine impartation, divine revelation, and divine wisdom is coming to them right now. And I cast down the spirit of intimidation, the thing that's been keeping them in the block, the thing that's been keeping them from moving forward, the thing that's been not allowing them to see the truth, the thing that's been blocking their way for the promises of God are yes and amen. And I thank you, Father God, that they're coming into the fullness of who you call them to be. Say you have no victory. You have no authority. I cancel every assignment every spirit of intimidation that has been trying to come against you, your household, your ministry, your purpose, your marriage, your children, standing in your way, blocking your vision, my God, keeping you from discerning the things of God. I cancel that assignment off your life right now in Jesus' name. My God, I thank you for the fullness of who you called them to be. Remind them of who they are in Jesus' name. Can I tell you something? The enemy made you think your service was lowly. My God, the enemy made, but it says here in the scripture that Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. The enemy made you think your service was so lowly that your desire to serve and to wait on people and to move for people and to love on people and to give and, and to minister and to witness. He was trying to get you to think just your service. He made you think your service wasn't enough for the kingdom. He made you think that your service was, was not enough 
for the kingdom, that what you were doing was not enough for the kingdom. That is the lie that he's been telling you. And people have been telling you that. Are you just serving? It's nothing. He made you think that's not a, that wasn't a position, <laughs> but a position of service, a position of humility is actually the one that desires the least. Come on, word. The one that desires the least, the one that puts his heart out there, the one that makes the decision to, to, to serve, to get into position, to love, to cover, to pray. The one that makes that decision, the one that makes the decision to go forth anyhow, as the older people used to say, anyhow, no matter what they're seeing, no matter what, what's going on, the one that makes the decision to get into position to serve anyhow is the one that's going to be exalted and accelerated later. If we get into the position when they say the last that comes in the kingdom and the, the last, I had a word for somebody recently and I hope they received that, that the last shall be first. And even though it seems like you come into things in the last part, or it seems like something has been the last part, you're not the last. You're not the last. You're not the last. But the enemy has been trying to make you think that your serving has not been enough and your serving has meant everything. Every time you stayed after someplace, every time you didn't grumble, every time you comp didn't complain, every time you made a decision to walk in love and to be what you needed to be. And when God told you to go and you didn't really feel like it, but you got up and you went anyway and you had some joy in your heart. And every time you loved and supported your kids and supported your spouse and supported those because of your desire to serve, God is going to do something exceedingly abundantly above absolutely everything. So don't that the, the enemy's tactic. That's why we're going to start in Goliath this week. The enemy's tactic is to make you think service is not enough. The enemy's tactic is to make you think service is not enough. He'll make you think your ministry is not service. He'll make you think the college or job is not service. If his tactic, his tactic is and decision, he wants you to think that your service is not enough, that it was not enough for kingdom, that it was not important enough. And I'm telling you to God, it means absolutely everything. That's why you got to go back to 1 Corinthians 2.14, life and by spirit. I need to give you something because the scripture says the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. And I need to give you this before we get get off here. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing up. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing up. I thank you for using me today. Uh, I thank you for using me today. Promises of God are yes and amen, right? Yes and amen. It, I'm telling you, it's a prophetic overflow on this today. Second Corinthians 127, for the promises of God in him, in him are yes in him, Amen to the glory of God through us. I need to give you something about amen as I was studying this and starting to look at amen. I need you to understand something. I told you I study out of a, diction, a different dictionary. Well, when I was looking up the word amen in the dictionary and meditating on the word amen, um, the word amen is a little different than we think as a verb amen. And I need you to understand this. This is where this is important. This is the point. I ain't trying to shout you, but this is the point in the period in which you should shout, right? This is the point in the period which you should shout. A man in this particular dictionary comes with a period at the end. A man in this particular dictionary comes with a period at the end. And we know period indicates a close of an argument. Period indicates the close of an argument. And 
the only reason the Israel, the Philistines were getting victory over the Israelites. And we're going to talk about this week and we're going to talk about this. And we're still going back to John. We still got some places we got to go to. You got to check the Holy Spirit in this. You got to let him lead this. But the only reason they were getting victory is because the Israelites didn't understand their amen. <laughs> the Israelites didn't understand. They forgot who they were. As a matter of fact, Saul had, had the spirit of God had left Saul. That's why I'm telling you it's so important for you to have the spirit, the spirit of God had left Saul. So let me tell you what am, amen is as a verb. As a verb, it signifies to confirm, establish, verify, to trust or give confidence, okay? Uh, to signify, to confirm, to establish, to verify, to trust or give confidence. And then as a noun, it's truth, <laughs> it's firmness, it's trust. And as an adjective, it creates something to be firm and stable. So a man stabilizes a thing, but this is, and it ends in a period and it's something significant to let all the people say amen, amen, to let all the people come in agreement, to let all the people say, so be it, <laughs> so be it, so be it. It, so be it, so be it. So I need to tell you something significantly I found in English after the oriental manner, it's used at the beginning. <laughs> and in, in English, following the oriental manner, it's actually actually used at the beginning. So your amen should precede the words that come out your mouth. Your amen should precede the words that come out your mouth. Your amen should actually be at the beginning and the end. So as you're declaring amen, as you're declaring I'm the head and not the tail, amen, I'm the head and not the tail. Amen. I'm above and not beneath. Amen. I'm a lender and not a borrower. See, your Goliath in your life, we're going to talk about this week, has been trying to change your perspective. It's an intimidation factor. It's an intimidation factor. So your amen should be used at the beginning and at the end. Your amen, your so be it. Yo, I trust you, Lord. I trust what you're saying. I'm steadfast in what you're saying. It's it, your amen, the promises of God in Christ, the firmness, the stability. And I want to give you one more word, the constancy constancy is the other part of this the constancy which is a noun it's a thickness fixedness a standing firm hence apply to god or his work it means it's immutable it's unalterable it's continuing in a permanent state so the blessings of god everything that god promised you everything that is said to you has an amen on it amen period with a period at the end come on shannon at the with a period at the end so amen period in the beginning amen period at the end situation arise now so be it amen period in the beginning remembering what god said but the only way you're going to be able to attain this and see this and get this so the enemy will stop coming around your across your mind and everything else is that you receive this by the spirit our scripture this week our baseline is first corinthians 2 14 and romans 8 26 in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness we do not know what we ought to pray for but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groan even when you don't want to know what to say the holy spirit will be saying what he needs to say for you amen <laughs> Amen. Amen. Preceding you. Amen. Amen. The Lord is going to bless me. Amen. 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 Come on now. Amen. Period. Not just amen. Amen with a period. And so when you share this, tag me in it because some of y'all going to put it on Facebook. Just tag me in it. Amen. Period. Amen. With a period at the end. It's already established. Amen. Period.
period, period. It's already a fact. The blessings are inevitable, period. My healing is inevitable, amen, period. So be it. I'm trusting in the constancy of who God is in my life, and it's immutable. If God said it, I don't need to believe nothing else. And the only reason that you haven't is because you've been intimidated, because the enemy has presented something to you for you to live in anything and something else other than the mind of Christ. You know what? I got to get out of here. I'm on radio time. I'm back on radio time. I love y'all. I got to get out of here. That's enough. Chew on that. Chew on that. Study that. Rest in that. Go back and listen to the word from the Lord over our lives this morning. Accelerate your heart to serve is about to change something for you. Amen, period. <laughs> period. Take this word. Write the word down. If somebody, some of you have got it, go back. Write it down. Put it in your dictionary. Put it in your book. Your faithfulness, your desire to serve. And when I say serve, I ain't talking about your paycheck. You will show up if you're getting a paycheck or not. You'll show up on the scene whether you're getting whatever. You're serving because you know this is exactly where God desired you to be. I love y'all so much. I love you more than you know, but the God we serve loves you greater than I could ever, ever love you. And he is willing and waiting and will do exactly what he said he'd do. Just you don't give up. Put your amen period on it. I will not give up. Amen, period. I will not get weak. Amen, period. I will not falter. Amen, period. Amen at the beginning. Amen. I'm blessed. <laughs> amen. Somebody was saying, why are you saying amen at the beginning? So be it. It's already established. It's immutable. God already said that I'm the head, not the tail above and not beneath. I would lend and not borrow. I'm redeemed from every curse of the law. Why? Amen. <laughs> I love y'all so much. I love you so much, man. There's some joy in that. It's some joy in that. Now do me a favor. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God. Don't hold on to all that love. Go, don't hold on to all that love. Renew your mind in this word. Get steadfast and go be loved today. Go serve someone else today. Let someone else experience God through you like never before. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Goliath and what Goliath stands for as the Holy Spirit allows me. In Jesus' name, hey, put an amen on today. Amen, period. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.